like sand through the hourglass. So goes the time on the R&B show. Can you dig it? And now, for our final countdown, here's Ricardo and Brett. Final one. Uh, you're right, Rosie. Welcome to the R&B show, episode number 38 of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. It's been a long, long year, but we're wrapping it up finally with the final R&B show podcast of the season. Again, I'm your co-host, Ricardo Arguello, sitting alongside with me as always is Brett Christofferson, both of USA Today Network Wisconsin, that sultry voice you heard to start the show. Well, that's Jim Rosendick, Rosie. Now, I like calling him the master disaster. But Brett d- doesn't think that's a good nickname for well, him. Well, that's Apollo Creed. That's, yeah, not, no, uh, but it, that's well, not Jim Rosendick. We've adopted it for Jim Rosendick. He doesn't have a copyright on that. How about the Ramblin' Rosie? Ramblin' Ooh. Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like Master Disaster better. But, uh, well, yeah. see, Ramblin' can be two ways because I have been told I tell stories way too long. And well, that's exactly I, what he means, know. though. I, I, I will, I will, I will say this about you know, Rosie and I hang out with each other more than we hang out with our spouses. It's yeah. true. And Rosie does have a tendency. He can't talk. He is a talker. Yeah. Yes. He is a very good talker. But so are all we, we, all, we are all this very he's much the same the, way. He's, huh? He gets the prep before uh, <laughs> For the ability to talk <laughs> the longest. There's yeah, no yeah. doubt about yeah, that. I'm the, yeah, because I go into detail. I'm like that Stephen King novel. It goes into detail that you probably don't even need to. You know, know. what you do? You, you go into detail because you know it. And then, but the person that you're talking to has no clue what you're saying half so the time. So he's the rambler because the, they, he. It's one of those like, it's it's the uh, ability of a really good teacher okay. who really knows their stuff. Like if some of us taught journalism, digital journalism, any kind of journalism, and to a person who doesn't know it, it would be difficult no, no, no. if you're not talented enough to teach it. <laughs> See, but that's not what rambling is. Rambling when it's like in, it, when it doesn't even re- relate to the subject. And I'm sorry, we're we're going off on a tangent here, like we always do in the R&B show. But let me give you an example. Back at UW Milwaukee, I had a a professor in geology. I had to take that for for whatever to finish up my bachelor degree. Uh, bachelor. How much have degree. you used that, by the way? Uh, none. Uh, <laughs> But uh, he, w- he would talk about rocks and about tectonic plates and about, you know, when there's earthquakes and stuff like that and, and how the pressure between the two plates would hit each other. He goes, and, and the movement would be very much like uh, similar to a slinky, the wavelength, a slinky. And then he'd just go off on a slinky for a little bit. He goes, slinky, a very popular children's toy in the <laughs> 50s and 60s, brought much joy to many, many young people in the USA. You know, it's like, wh- where did that come from? Like, what are you talking and, about? And did he start to go, Arguello? No, 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 no. Arguello. But we, people in the, <laughs> in, you know, it was a pit. We would all just sit there and laugh as he was doing that. He would do it every day. There'd be something that he would just go off on a tangent with. Like, wh- where did this come? Wh- why, why are you talking? I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. But anyway, that's what I mean when you hear Rambly. But Rosie's not like that. Well, he's, he's on subject. Yeah, Ramblin' Rosie was also a, a nod to the great Neil Diamond, of course, right? Yeah. Okay. Cracklin' yeah. Rosie, but Cracklin. Ramblin' Rosie. I Ramblin' Rosie. Sort of a Jerk Ricardo. Grumpy. Whiny, grumpy. Whiny Brett. Oh. Grumpy Brett. Whiny Brett. No, it's grumpy. Grumpy Brett. But, uh, yeah, okay, let's get back to the issue on hand here. We have a couple of – this is our, la- our final show. Here are a couple topics. First off, state track review. Going to talk about that for a little bit. I was there. Brett was there as a fan. Uh, also going to talk about uh, some of the things that are still going on right now as the spring season kind of comes to an end. State softball, baseball, soccer, tennis, and golf. Uh, and then we're ending the show with the preppies, our own little awards handed out for during the year. We have some interesting categories, best team, best male-female players, best Twitter account, best live stream moment, best concession stand food, most quotable coach and player, and best roundtable guests, Brett. Kind and of a uh, sad, bittersweet day, isn't it? Ah, it's, it's a, a little, little bittersweet, season yeah. finale of the R&B show, and, and 
tonight's varsity roundtable is the season finale. It's it kind of winding it, down. It's it's been long, but you know what, Brett? We're starting this up in about two months. Oh, so maybe uh, maybe you guys are. I was talking to Rose yesterday. <laughs> I think I think oh, it's, I think it's oh, time oh, for me to, to move on. Grumpy Brett. Time go, time right. to do something else. <laughs> what are you life? angry about now, Brett? I'm not angry. It's just time. You know what you are? You're grouchy Smurf. Remember grouchy Smurf? I hate no no no. Yeah. How am I grouchy? I'm I'm 45 years old. I'm reevaluating where I am in my life right now. You're one of the dwarves. You're grumpy. You're grumpy. I was telling Rosie, I don't know if I can do this. Uh, August starts again. I don't know. Clubhouse Live. I don't know. I think he it's time for somebody else to take it over. You're uh, you're like John uh, John Candy in Summer Rental. You need that time away. You know, build yourself a sailboat. And yeah, what I need is to go up north and uh, never get, get, get terrorized by Roman, you know, and uh, from the great outdoors. <laughs> yeah, there you go. go what to you some, need to do to is you need to go out somewhere and just live for a couple of months and get away from everything like David Letterman, grow the big beard. I don't should, see him yes. for, a couple, oh, yeah, for a while yeah. coming back and you're like a different guy. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, see what, we'll, see, we'll see what the next two months No, brings. we need you here, Brett. I need you here and Rosie needs you here. So we let's do. talk quickly. Totally. State track review. Brett, I'm going to start with you first because yes. you were there as a fan. Oh, so, so good first to be off, back. did you like having it where uh, – we didn't have really have any rain or any kind of horrible, horrible heat it or was, anything like that. Yeah, like Friday was warm, very sticky, but uh, my son ran in the afternoon session, so we got at the stadium by about 2.30, 2.45, you know, if we had the morning free. So when you get that 3 o'clock sun, it's not as hot and as intense. Boy, then the Saturday comes around. I didn't pack a top thinking it's always warm on the cross. It was actually pretty chilly. Yeah. The wind was blowing, but it's just great to be there. I, you know, you just you sit in that in that. Grandstand area near the bluff, Granddad Bluff, overlooking everything. Went up there, took a took a spin up there, and, and overlooked uh, the Mississippi Valley. It's just just a great setting. Now, word on the street, Brett, is that the Mexican food over there not very good. That's the word I hear on the street. Yeah, it was a little. It didn't sit well with me. Let's just put it that way. But I I want I want to say this, Ricardo. On Monday, uh, my oldest. Uh, I'm not going to say other than uh, uh, very exciting news for him. Um, so. We celebrated in his honor by going to uh, the new El Jarapeo in Little mm. Shoot. Fantastic. Okay. And I felt so much better about life again after yes. that. Yes, good Mexican food does Chicken, chimichanga, yes, rice, guac. I love guacamole, uh, refried guac. beans. Mm. Okay. Refried it's beans, though? That's my But let me tell you this. I just want to say a, a thrill to be at lacrosse. And unfortunately, my, my son's a relay team. Yes. Uh, had a couple bad handoffs in prelims in, in the 4 by 2 so they, <laughs> they DQ'd. Uh, but not a, a shot going in. They were 14th seated uh, going into the, the meet, uh, top 10 qualify. So I know that going in, I was talking to, the, to their track coach before they left, and he said, we're going to kind of stretch it a little bit. We're going to be aggressive with the handoffs, and what happens, happens, just to try to climb those 10. So it wasn't an absolute shock that, that they uh, fizzled, fizzled out. The exciting thing for him is, they're all back on that relay team, and it was just an accomplishment to get there, get that experience on that track, get that feeling of being part of a state meet, and uh, hopefully that, that builds towards next year. And, and as much as I like being around you uh, in, in the crew uh, down in the, the pits of Memorial Stadium, I'd much rather watch one more meet from the stands. But okay. we'll see. Gotcha. We'll see what happens. Well, we hope that that's the case, bro. We I heard Dan Cohn did a... An admiral job. Did in a my, good in my job. Place. Yes, he did. Very exhausting day for for Dan Cohn. And want to give a shout out to him and Mike Sherry, who who, who really put in incredible amounts of time to get everything done. Um, but here are our seven track champions, Brett. Cody Gebhardt of Chilton won the D2 discus. Hilbert Stockbridge. They won a couple events: the 3200 relay, the yeah, 1600 relay, the Kimberly uh, Boys 3200 Division One Boys relay. Uh, Colin ends of Nina D1 he ran a nice 400. Race. Ran an outstanding that. race. Mm -hmm. Great, great guy. Uh, Xavier's D2 400 girls relay, 
and then DJ Stewart and the D1 300 hurdles. Those are our seven champions. I think seven is about the average number that we usually get every year <coughs> when we send all our athletes down. I've seen it be as much as 11 or 12, but usually it's right around seven. And then hail to the papermakers, hail boys. The papermakers. Uh, dominant. As we kind of predicted going into this, what, 74 team 74 points? 74 team points in a state meet. And they, they should have scored more, in my opinion. I think, uh, uh, I'm not going to mention the names, but some of the kids, I think they would admit that they underperformed. Uh, so, I mean, they, they, in my point, I, I would expect them to score 90 to 100, to tell you the truth. It's always hard to say underperform because, as you know, no, I mean, it, it's the best of the best there. It's no, so well, hard. I, I say it's that because there were some in some of the events there were some scratches and, and things well, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I was looking at the jumps a little bit actually with the DJ and Austin Wallace too, not not finishing maybe as high yes. as they were seated, but <laughs> they also scored like thirty points just by themselves in the hurdle events and uh, also what was it four by two part of the four by two I think took fourth overall. So they had a fantastic meet. But you know it's it's, it's interesting when you get there how good everybody yes. is. Unbelievable. You, and Talking about good. How about Kenny Bidnerick? Kenny Bidnerick. How about Brooke Jaworski? Those two oh athletes, mm. I, 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 sometimes you look back at what you cover, and you, you're going to have the privilege of covering, you know, Olympians, potential Olympians when they were in high school. I think I might have seen that uh, this year. So uh, it, it was an honor to see those. I mean, especially Bidnerick. I mean, man, he wooed and odd everybody in the crowd. You know, they were, they were loving it. That 200 prelim. I thought he was going to get 19. He was getting yes. – I was watching the clock because I was, I was by the finish line. I think I, – I was like, this guy's going to crack. He's going to get 19-something. Mm -hmm. Connor, my, my youngest, actually texted me a little bit later that his time in the 200 prelims would have been fifth at the Olympics. Wow. He was looking at the times. I was like, what? I mean, it was – it was <laughs> You had, you'd have to be there to see you, yeah, it. It's hard to explain this if you don't see this human being running as fast as he is. It is, it is shocking, especially in relation to these other top athletes yes. that he's running against. Well, in the, he gets out of the blocks in the 200, and you know where the 200 sets up, so he's going around the end zone. I think 20 meters in, in that rate, it was done. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even hitting that final turn, <laughs> and, and I, it was well, over. In, the, in, the, in that first stretch, you know, when he, when he first comes around, you see, yeah, exactly, when you see him passing everybody, and it was in the 400, too. That was, was the, the 400 thing. championship. Yeah, the 400, uh, the, 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 the reaction from the crowd yeah. that was behind me was, like, incredible. Was yep. like, whoa, you're, you're seeing this guy man among boys, basically, just, just, just obliterating everyone on, in that race. At that point, I was actually at the very top of the, you, they, yeah. they have, like, a, a lookout view where you mm -hmm. can stand, standing room only, and when he took off, he was lane five in the 400. He got around that first corner. It was over. Yep. And you could, hear the, you could hear the crowd gasp. Like, yeah. oh, you know. And then that backstretch, <laughs> he, he put on the burners, and it was uh, unbelievable because, yeah, he's going against really good 400 runners. Right. He gets a 46-72, I think, to set to break his own state his record. Own record. And he, d he was dying at the end. <laughs> so just think when he even gets better. Yeah. What kind of times he's going to be putting in that 400. And for those of you who are asking, he's going to a two-year college, like a JUCO, and then he'll be... That's surprising but, and, to and me. But I did hear this uh, from some of the folks down there, some of the coaches at Oregon, is, 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 is hot on his tail. So, you know, whenever he's done, you know, getting his grades up or whatever he has to do to go to the community college and then going to transfer to Oregon. This guy is an Olympian. I'm telling you, this kid's yeah. going to be an Olympian. That was the one program I thought of right away. Is like, because th that was the, the, the murmur, too. It's like, how is he going to a JUCO well, yeah. I, and I thought, why isn't a program like Oregon top-notch with those facilities, Tracktown USA, mm -hmm. why is he not out there or, or Big Ten or somebody? I don't know if it's grades or what, but uh, it, but does he need to go to school? Can he go right into Team USA? That's a great question. I don't know how, how that will unfold, but I'm I sure that's a story that will be told by some of our state media. I just will never forget 
those two races, but that 400 was just special to watch him make up the stagger that fast. <laughs> it was just amazing. I was there at State when Michael Bennett was setting those records. Now, he was obviously also in his, a league of his own, but he never ran the 400, though. He ran the 100 and 200 uh, in some relays or whatever. So uh, that was that, that very similar guys. Yeah, obviously, Michael Bennett, he's sprinter. Uh, 10 3 3. I think he still holds the D1 record in the 100. That's nuts. So, uh, but yeah, but I think Kenny's record was uh, tops over all divisions, wasn't it? In the D2 uh, 200, or yeah. I want to say. Well, he's uh, got the what, 100, 200, and 400, 400. records now in D2, and I'm guessing a, at least a couple of those are probably going to stand for quite some time. Yes. Uh, so those are our seven champions. Uh, again, shout out to Kimberly for the boys' title and Xavier Girls finishing as runner up. They did a great job there. Real quick, and a switch to uh, other events going on. State softball, uh, I was. Uh, I'm heading down there actually later tonight, Brad, because I have a game <laughs> at 10 in the morning. I got to get there, you know, because you know, where where Goodman Diamond is, uh, we have to fight for parking spots with all the the the, the medical folks over there at the at the hospital. So you're leaving in the morning? I'm leaving. Yeah, no, I'm going tonight. Well, tonight so after roundtable. Yeah, after roundtable. So I'm going to go there so I can be there in the morning. Believe me, I've been there in the morning and had to hunt for spots and park way out, and I'm not walking two miles, you know, back to the diamond. So oh, they talking early. about Mr. Prince no, here. No, no, oh, yeah, yeah. here's the diva it's coming thing, out. It's one thing if you're walking. Four or five blocks is another mm. when you have to walk two miles, and you still can't find a parking spot sometimes. I'm going to mess around with hey, that. Hey, when I covered Badger football games, they had us park at by the Kohl's Center. I always had to go walk back and forth, back and forth, especially those night kickoffs. But night that's kickoffs. when little, oh, little, yeah. some tipsy people there in Madison uh, oh, after, really? after yeah. 7 o'clock kickoff. But that was, back when you were, that. Yeah, that was back when you were a young man. What I'm are you old, saying? I'm like an old man I'm now. chiseled. Oh, yeah, you are. You are. I'm sorry about that. Hey, I, just, <laughs> I took a 16-mile bike ride. Where are you, where are you walking? Come on. Let's, let's bike together sometime this summer. I'd have to buy a bike. <laughs> uh, I got one for you. Uh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Does it have a banana seat that I like? No. Well, then I'm not biking with you. No. <laughs> I go. gotta get the old. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get the old one with the, you know, and the little tassels. That's that's there the way I roll. You want the little basket, the yeah, bell too, and the little ring. Hey, shout out to Brett on uh, Facebook. Mike Cruz says, "I need you here, beast." He yeah, whatever, Mike. <laughs> well, state softball. Uh, Appleton, I appreciate that. Appleton North and Wyrigan Fremont are our two teams there. I'm covering both of them as well as Denmark for Green Bay. Uh, that starts off again, kicks off again Thursday morning with the D1 quarterfinal. So I'll be busy there. So congratulations to North and Wyrigan Fremont. Uh, I, I really think Wyrigan Fremont's going to win that one, by the way. They're in D4. They dropped down to a division. They were in the D3 title game last year. Now they're in D4, and they played Thorpe in that opening round in Appleton North. <coughs> they seed the softball teams, but not the baseball teams, which I think is weird. They seeded uh, Sun Prairie 1, so North, I guess, is seen as the 8th seed. So they're playing Sun Prairie. But we'll see. I did talk to Coach Mullen earlier or yesterday. And, you know, Sun Prairie, no offense to the Cardinals, but, you know, they, they, their level of competition, I looked at their, they don't play anybody mm-hmm. like what North play. Don't play no one like Oshkosh North or anybody like that. That's so kind of how it is usually, so right? When, yeah, the, when you're in the FBA. And you mentioned the FBA. So I think Appleton North feels pretty good about this matchup. I think you're going to have to play Sun Prairie anyway if you're looking to win the title. So why not play them right away? So, uh, you know, I hope best luck to them. Bash did not make it in No, softball? Chippewa Falls upset them. Oh, that Chippewa Falls got a nice they, they, program, They're always too. a great program. Yeah, exactly. I see so. the Spash baseball team got knocked out by Eau Claire They did. Now, actually, I was moving to baseball next. Kimberly and St. Mary Catholic are in the state tournament, Brett. No surprise there. Well, I guess you can't say for Kimberly, no seniors on that team. That's amazing. They were supposed to take a step back, r- relatively speaking, because they were the state champs last year. I saw them. They, they beat Hortonville on a walk-off single. A gut punch to Hortonville. And then they go in West De Pere. Now, they, were, they, they, took some advantage, they took advantage of some mistakes that West De Pere usually does not make. I could sense that West De Pere was maybe a little jittery, maybe a little bit playing the defending state champ. Because well, yeah. I talked to their coach afterwards. He's like, you know, we, we, we can't seem to get over this hump, the sectional final. We can't seem to get past Kimberly. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, they, they were just running roughshod through the bay. 
But, you know, again, the FBA where Kimberly, I think, was second because Hortonville won it. Oh, they pop in through to the state tournament, Brett, with a young team. They're not supposed to be there, but they're there. Why can I say or wh why, 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 am not, why am I not surprised that the papermakers pulled one out again? And I don't mean pull it out like they got lucky. They, right. just, they do they what Kimberly does. And the bigger the game, the bigger the moments, the more they respond. I was uh, I yesterday. Think, I think you heard me desk. react at yep. my desk because yep. I was following that Kimberly Hortonville game on Twitter. I thought Hortonville was going to have it. I think a six four lead going into the seventh. They were up maybe as much as six two at one time. Yes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I saw the score. Kimberly scores three runs in the seventh, bottom of the seventh <laughs> to win. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> they did it again." Yeah. And uh. the, yeah, then the, to know that they have no seniors on this team. I figured then, okay, I said it's over now. They're going to beat West Pier. They're going back to state for the fifth straight year, so credit. And that's what happened. Coach McGinnis, I mean, it doesn't matter the program, the coach, the athlete. I mean, they're just they're wired differently. I don't know what it is about Kimberly, but all across the board, when it's a big moment, they seem to respond, and, and they did again yesterday. Well, I'm going to give a shout-out to Jordan Purdy because that kid had the walk-off single. Then he came back and took over for the young sophomore uh, and, and pitched – Fantastic in relief, didn't allow a run or anything like that. Used his defense wisely as well to help him, and he got the save uh, in the the win over West Pier. And all of his teammates were so thrilled with him. He's a good kid. A lot of, the, a lot of the, some of the best uh, friends you're ever going to have are on a team, bro. You can tell that the team is very, very close. So congratulations to Jordan Purdy. That was a, a yeoman's effort by him uh, uh, yesterday in getting and helping Kimberly to uh, the state tournament. You know what? I uh, have so much respect for for Ryan McGinnis too. If you watch and you'll see it again at state. I don't know if if well, how they do this, if they study video or or if they have video, but I, I swear they they must have spray charts because he's positioning his outfielders mm -hmm. every at bat when the, when the other team's at the plate. I did notice that. I mean, they know exactly or have a pretty good idea where this kid might put it in play, and it's um, incredible how much detail and information that that goes into the success of his program. I mean, there is he doesn't. Not one at bat is he wasting any sort of uh, opportunity there to to put his team in a position to succeed. It's incredible. You know what the overwhelming aspect is of all the Kimberly teams that we see, uh, whether they win state championships or they don't, they usually advance far in the playoffs. The the low level of mistakes made. Yes. That it, it, the anytime I think in any sport, if you make less mistakes than your opponent, that's a gives you a better chance to win. That was the thing with Kimberly. They they don't make mistakes and we've seen that in throughout the whole gambit of sports why is that though yeah and, and, and that's something you know we, we can kids we can pick dj and austin's uh austin wallace and dj stewart they're going to be our guests tonight on the round table we'll pick their brains about that a little bit why is that the case you guys is it coaching is it just a, a focus and intensity on you guys to make sure you do the little things right because they that's the thing you, you're always going to have a chance to win if you don't make mistakes no, exactly and but you're, you're talking kids these yeah. are high school kids they're not professional athletes athletes goes back to that one football season when they didn't turn the ball over the entire <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> but I, I, you know what? And no one's ever measured that, but I wonder if that's ever happened before. You know, How at, do you at do a that? D1 level. In 14 <laughs> games, Incredible. no turnovers yeah. at uh, high exactly. school. Exactly. You're right. That's, uh, that's just mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. And as I said, they don't. a lot of kids, you know, they get that pressure like, oh, man, what if I make a mistake? This is a big moment. They don't, they don't seem to care. I mean, no. it's like bring it on. I mean, unbelievable. But congratulations, and it would not surprise me if they end up in the state finals next Thursday in Division One. I, you know, and just think what this team's going to be like next season. Yeah. They're all back. Everybody. They've exactly. got a whole, whole bunch of seniors on that team. Well, switching to soccer, girls soccer, and we have a bunch of teams at the sectional level. 
uh, trying to get down to Uline Soccer Park. Uh, Appleton West, Kimberly Nina in Division One, Wrightstown uh, uh, in New London, and Winnicani in Division Three, and then St. Mary Catholic in Division Four. So congratulations to uh, you know that's seven teams that are still alive. That's that's incredible. Uh, I won't be covering state soccer though. Supposedly, I'm not on the list to cover that. But we may. But if we have a bunch of teams, they may send me down there anyway, because uh, that's a lot of teams there, Brad. Hey, and you get a no- breather. Yeah, notice another name on there, Kimberly. Yep, Kimberly's on there again. Boy, they're great at everything. Well, now, Saint, how about St. Mary Catholic having a nice yeah, little spring? Yeah, bounce back, uh, bounce back season for the for the Zephyrs. So that's good to and see. And they're at state baseball, Zephyrs. Yeah, that's right. And in, switching over to golf, uh, uh, SMC's Grant Boyson, sixth in Division Three. Congratulations to him. Uh, Brock Lenak from Kokona, third in Division One at the state golf meet. Uh, and, you know, kudos to them for uh, finishing their season strong. And then in tennis, Xavier Boys' tennis team uh, finishes second. Uh, the doubles team, I should say. And then the Nina team finishes fourth. So uh, that's a wrap-up, Brad, on all our state stuff that's going down. So, uh, man, we again, year in, year out. Plenty of folks uh, in this, the respective state tournaments, Brett, because, again, this is the best area for high school sports. And we're going to say t- this is the, re- the reason why today is the last day, by the way, of the roundtable in our podcast because of state baseball next week kind of right. takes up a, a lot of that time. And then after that, summers have already well, well underway, and, and, <laughs> and summers are short, so uh, it's going to be tough to get any more guests. So, yeah, you talk about the spring tournament season. It's going to be wrapping up here, well, within the week or so, week and a half. Brett, it's time for the preppies now. Explain we've never the done. We've done this. Never done this before. First off, preppies is is just our little moniker for our our our. Talk about Saved by the Bell. Our awards, and it's named after <laughs> Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Slater, as you all well know, always called him Preppy, so we called him the Preppies. And I have a picture of uh, Zach better, Morris. Better the Preppies than the Screeches. Yeah, best, yeah, exactly. You don't want to be a Screeches. We might have to include that next year. Have a maybe the worst of the worst. Oh, no, no, maybe we, he, Dustin Diamond lives in Wisconsin. You know, is that some <laughs> some troubles? And yeah. maybe we could bring him in to present hey, that yeah, award. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, there we go. Uh, it's awards time. So here we go. Here are the categories. Best team, best male, female players, best Twitter account, best live stream moment, best concession stand food, most quotable coach and player, and best roundtable guest. So, uh, you know, if, if you guys want to uh, pass on some of these, I, I can certainly fill in the blanks here for you guys. But uh, best team, I know we can all, you know, offer, uh, uh, I guess, a nominee or whatever, and we'll decide who wins that one. So, uh, Brett, we'll start with you. Best team that you've, saw th- that you've seen this year. Best team that I've seen. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, I suppose the the easy one would be the Kimberly football team. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go off a little bit. I'm gonna say the Kakana boys basketball team because they beating that Milwaukee Washington te- Washington team at the Kohl Center. Highly highly skilled and talented physical team. 76-74 victory for the Ghosts. I'm gonna give it to okay. them this year. Rosie. Oh, let's see. I think. Um, I, I think I got to go with Kimberly football. Okay, it's Kimberly. Just impressive. Oh man, you put me on the deciding vote here because I'm I'm with Brett on this one, and I'm not no disrespect to Kimberly football, but I think the competition it was tough. Kokona, Brett. Let's be honest. Maybe not seen as the better team out of those two teams. A lot of folks would think, oh, Milwaukee Washington's a better team in this matchup. Yeah. So I got to go with Kimberly. I got to go with Kokona on this one too. So Kokona, yeah, I remember boys, when that game basketball. started. Uh, you and I talked. I said, I don't know how they're going to beat these guys because they Washington was <laughs> they're pretty darn good. But uh, that's no disrespect to Steve Jones and uh, that seventy game winning streak. Best male and female players, mm-hmm. uh, Rosier. Um, I think best male. I'm going to have to go with Terry's Halliburton. Okay, and female. I think Sydney Levy. Okay. 
Tyrese instead. Go ahead, uh, Brett. Uh, Mail. I'm going to say DJ Stewart because of the multifaceted uh, athlete he is going to North okay. Dakota State. Obviously a star football player, and then you saw what he did in, in track and field. Girl, uh, I'm going to go with Kari Brecky uh, because I, I, I didn't see a better point guard I I on the girls' basketball, and then she uh, was part of that relay team. Uh, that made it to state for Albany North. It was the four by one. That did they? I think they even got on the podium. So okay. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with those two. Okay, mine, uh, Brett. Uh, so I, I guess I'm going with Brett on DJ Stewart, <laughs> uh, winning our athlete of the year for male. But I'm again I'm going with Vandenberg from Little Shoot. If you look at the three, uh, yeah. uh, the three sports yeah. that she played, yeah. performed at a high level. I'm gonna go with Vandenberg from uh, Little Shoot. Yeah, volleyball, hoops, and then So track. here's our problem. Mm. Sydney Levy, Kari Brecky, and uh, why am I forgetting her first name? Hannah Vandenberg. Hannah Vandenberg. I was saying Hope Vandenberg. But I, yeah. Anybody, I, can anyone be swayed? I can be swayed because you're right. Hannah being, I, I think, the three-sport athlete trumps probably what my pick. And I'm sorry, Kari, a uh, whole ton of respect for you. Good luck in New Hampshire. But, I, yeah, you're right. What, Hannah, I think she led the state in kills, right? Oh, in man, volleyball. over 700. That, that is an incredible going to, number. Going to Marquette <laughs> and then uh, a fantastic track athlete as well and made it to Just state. Just a junior. Just a junior. She was part of the 4 by one that made it. 4 by 2 should have made it. They just had a uh, tough little uh, deal at, at, at sectionals. But, uh, yeah, she's pretty good. Well, there we go. So that's what we uh, – so it's uh, Hannah Vandenberg for girls and DJ Stewart for boys. Best Twitter account, my, my favorite, Kari Brecky. Did you see the hype video they had? Yeah, that was good. Wasn't yeah. that not hilarious? Listen, day yeah. in, day out, she, she has funny little sayings or little retweets or quotes. She's, she's fun to follow. If you don't follow her, please do Kari Brecky on Twitter. That's, in my opinion, that's I'll a slam give it, dunk. I'll give you that. And that, that was a fantastic yep. video, though. You, you mentioned about us doing something. I can't move like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. move doing like the dances? that. You can't yeah. do another dance. You don't want to see me move like okay. that. So let's just move on. That's a, that's a clean sweep. It's Brecky. Okay. Best live stream moment. Do mm -hmm. we have a consensus <laughs> here? Because, uh, uh, listen. Yes, I it's know, easy what, I know for, what it is. It's easy for, um, I mean, it might be the, the, the one, the lowest hanging fruit here is the Lechner touchdown. No, that's not oh, what I'm thinking. Oh, I'm talking live stream moment yes, now. Yes, Okay. Well, what's your, what's your Mine uh, is the fumble at the goal oh, line. Oh, you stole mine. Fond du Lac, <laughs> Kimberly. I believe okay. that was a – was that a playoff? No, that was not a playoff I game. I thought that was a was playoff game. Was it a playoff game. game? I thought that was a playoff game. Was it a yeah. playoff game to go to – yeah, this level yes. three? Looked okay. like Fond du Lac was going to punch it in and tie that score up, and the, the Fond du Lac uh, football uh, quarterback, I can't remember his name, feel bad for the kid, fourth down, fourth and goal. Ball was at the one, I think. Okay. Yes. He yes, just kind of backed out. Kimberly pounces on it, game over, winning streak goes on. Well, and uh that was we were the going nuts. That yeah, night. that that's what okay. mine was. Okay, that it, it's all right. You guys won the majority vote on that. Okay, what were you going to say? I was going to say the, the the touchdown to Lechner. Uh, but you know what? Now that you explained it to me, I mean that was a that's huge okay. Moment. Yeah, that, that yeah. was a back and yeah. forth game, and it was a playoff game. So Remember Fond du Lac? Yeah. I think they took they took an uppercut and then battled back. And yeah. if I don't if I remember right, and then it was kind of back and forth, and somehow that Kimberly defense held. Um, I'd have to go back. And maybe I'm going to go back and watch yeah. the game after this. Yeah. Now, would they have taken the lead on that? No, I think, I, think it was, I thought it. it was going to tie it. Okay. Potentially well, tie it. Okay, so yeah. we're, 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 you guys won the 2-1. to one. I, I, mm. I completely agree with you on that. I mean, you guys won so final like fumble against Kimberly. Best concession stand food. Now, I'll start this one because I have, I already, I've already picked my – it's the Rhinoville cookie yeah. at Xavier. Yeah. Uh, if you've never had it before, I don't care if you don't like sweets. I don't care if you, if, if you can't have sugar. 
Risk your life. Go have a Reinebo cookie. I'm telling you, Brett. I have a, a, a very big sweet tooth, and uh, Mr. Reinebo's cookie, not only is it uh, unbelievably delicious at Xavier, you need to bring your own carton of milk. Because yes. That you it, know what? You've got to wash it down with that. Yeah. It and is delicious. Even, that's one thing maybe, Xavier, you can do is maybe sell white milk, like little cartons of white milk, because you do need some liquid yeah. refreshment oh my to gosh. wash that cookie yeah. down. Rosie, are you big on board with this? I am cookie. totally on board. In okay. fact, they need something on the on the billboards around Home the Home of the Reinebo cookie. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Reinebo's famous cookie for named, of course, and he only and baked by the former principal there. And he only makes a certain amount, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, right? I've even seen him at the downtown farmer's market here in Appleton. Uh, he's, oh, wow. He's, he's, okay. selling, he's got a little stand, Mr. Yeah. Reinebo's famous cookie. But uh, I didn't I didn't sample as much uh, concession cuisine as you. Right. Uh, I need just get some popcorn. By the way, can I say, can, can state... Lacrosse at st- stake, maybe can they switch that up a little bit instead of have to buy a ticket and then go into a that tent? That is annoying. I think yeah. it's because you're dealing with college kids, and sometimes college kids have a tendency to pocket a c- couple of singles there, my friend. Uh, I think that's why they I don't have like that. I think that's a crazy setup, but go yeah. ahead. Uh, most quotable coach and player. Uh, now, maybe that's more so me because I interviewed a bunch of guys. I don't know if you guys want to weigh in on this. Uh, but for me, uh, for the most quotable player, it's was easily Jordan McCabe. That's for me. Uh, he always he's well versed. He's been doing it since he was a little kid, so he's ve- well versed on how to you know uh, talk to folks and everything like that. So that's an easy one for me. Correct? Did you have any uh, in interest in no, that? No, no. And Rosie, I'll obviously, you don't really talk to the players. No, just when they're here. Oh, that's really? about it. Yeah, when they're here for roundtable. My most quotable coach, Joe Russell. Okay, Joe Russell, because he'll tell you as it is, and. Uh, I'm going to miss having him as a resource. So uh, yeah. maybe Steve Jones might be up. Well, there. he was there too, but you know, Russum has a tendency to really let things go off the cuff. You know what I mean, and, and kind of give you his real feelings and stuff like that. Where you know, Coach Jones is more reserved. How about Thane Jones? Thane Jones was close. I was considering him and Russum, but I wanted I, w- I went with Russum. By the way, I ran into Thane at uh, state track. <laughs> a little was, upset, uh, huh? Yeah, I was on Saturday. We, uh, there was a, uh, I think, a false start in uh, the one tens and, uh, and and the hurdles and. Involved one of his athletes, and yeah, he's a little, a little not a, not as jovial as I had uh, come to see him here during the down the stretch. Uh, but boy, they, you know, that was a team that was had high hopes, and unfortunately, just some some things, as you know, it's all a lot of it's luck. And uh, he was he was a little little cranky. Best roundtable guest, and this is our final this one. This is an easy this one for me. Okay, maybe this. Uh, you want to go ahead and give yours? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go combo. I'm gonna go Tyrese Quincy. Jordan McCabe and Sidney Levy, that was an epic show okay. when we had them all yeah. on. That was the best <coughs> show. The numbers were fantastic. It was a FBA celebration of what, uh, hardwood dominance. That was just a fun night. Mine goes to Lexi Schneider of Appleton East. This is my nominee. Uh, just for her her story alone where uh, you know she was she was playing in the game and she kind of had a little bit of an accident, if you know mm. what I mean. Uh, uh <laughs> Maybe go back and watch. Yeah, you might have to go back said. and watch it. Very entertaining. Appleton East was very entertaining on that show. Also want to give a shout out, I think, to Winnicott Soccer was great as well on the show. But that's my nominee. But Rosie, uh, y- your thoughts on this? Because you're going to have the deciding vote, it may appear. Well, uh, I keep thinking back to, was it the Freedom Girls softball game or team that okay, was on here yeah. where it was just questions that were never asked oh, before right, and it was right. it was mm. nothing like we've ever had i was before. running the live chat that there were some deep deep questions uh, that were coming in that but was just unbelievable that will see now we have a three-way tie uh anyone want to change their votes i guess now that he mentioned uh the, the quartet 
That was epic. I, that was epic. I might have to go with that one, um, even though you, you, Freedom was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but we had all the yeah. trophies on we the locker. The yeah. I mean, okay, so that's we'll a rarity go. that we can have something like that. That was right. that was fantastic. FBA love. I'll put down. Make sure we have that. So that's it. That's our what opening our first ever preppies, and uh, I'll mention all that in the in the, in the Twitter uh, when we. When I retweet this out or whatever, so uh, that was fun. How about fun. The, the most consecutive days wearing shorts at work? That goes to Rosie. That goes yes, to Rosie. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. Didn't Mike Sherry wear wear them a bunch of times? Or who, 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 has, who has been on uh, has filled in for you once in a while. We might have to. That might be a battle between yeah. you two. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I've been rocking the shorts a lot. But uh, guys, it's been fun. I want to thank you both for uh, helping me uh, do this little endeavor here. We've been talking about it for I, for I, years. We finally got down to it. We made it through a whole season. Thirty-eight shows, and uh, we'll be back in late August. I'm t- guaranteeing that. Sponsors. We yes. need sponsors. We'll have yes. some sponsors too as well. Mid-August. Would it be mid-August? Mid-August. Yes. Yeah. Actually, we will. That's, that's not very far. No, well, of course, this is a time, Rosie. Well, you too, Ricardo. We'll take some vacation time. And yes. Because once August hits. It's over. There's no vacation time. Not, to until, take. Yep. not until the holidays. That's right. Well, even then, it's spotty. Yeah. So hey, I, I got to say, we got a comment from Christy Swish, Swister on uh, Facebook. Why not a word about tonight's Appleton West sectional girls game at Bayport? Shame on you. Well, I did mention them. I said that uh, soccer, Appleton West, is playing uh, in the sectionals now. But I also mentioned the six other teams. That are playing the sectional mm-hmm. level, Kimberly, Nina, yeah, Wrightstown, New London, a little low, huh? Would you? Catholic. No, and they, I wouldn't say they're a bit of a surprise, but they've been playing solid all year. I know they beat Appleton East, which was a very good team uh, to get to the sectionals. So, uh, congratulations to the Terrors. Best of luck tonight. Hey, hopefully, we'll see you down at state because we want to pop on through as many uh, local teams as we can. We to should U-line. Do give a preppy to the best AD. Oh yeah, well who? who, who? Uh, I don't want to put I don't want to put anybody <laughs> on the spot, but yeah. uh, well, we have a few that wouldn't be nominated, so uh, we can't mention those names, but. Uh, yeah, who, go ahead. You can you can name some. I'm not saying a word. What okay. About, what about uh, like best student section from the places we've been? How That's about, tough. How about I don't know. Press box most in need of an upgrade. I'll have to oh. say Freedom High School. Let's Freedom you guys High School. Yes. Come on, we don't want. We, we want to be you. there. We, we want to be you, there, but we now can't be there. Right, now, now, now you're going off on a tangent here. Let's wrap this <laughs> up. Yeah, you it's a podcast. Save those. We're very lucky with all the ads we get to deal with. They're all fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you guys. So thank you so much for all the help that the ads have provided this year, and thank you again to Brett and Rosie. We'll come back here in August for the second season of Are You Sure the R and B Show. I will make it so. Make it sure? show. So last time, Brett, can you hit the camera? Football first because we've got to start thinking about football, I guess, we already. Start, yes. Of course, I do want some time right on the there. lake. Oh, look at that. A little lake time, a little warmth. Look at that. Yes, yes. I hear you. Oh, that was dead right center. Here. I'm going to watch the replay. It's coming here. up. Come it's on. up. Show me. Boom. Bam. Yeah. Basketball was the same way. Check Just this like out. in Hoosiers, man. Yeah, I'm like Jimmy Chitwood. I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs>